Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome to Domain Masters. This is a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. I am your host, Chef Patrick, joined with my co-host, Morgan Linton. Hello, hello. Morgan, how are you doing this evening? I am doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am outstanding. Uh, finally go. back on the show. I feel like I feel like the guest here because you've uh, <laughs> taken over for me the last few weeks, and I really appreciate it. I know the viewers... Uh, love you, that's for sure. The Happy viewers, I, I say it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> listeners, not viewers. But uh, th- thanks so much for taking over. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk more about you know what's been going on with me uh, as far as my adventures in New York and the auction and uh, Germany, maybe at the end of the show. But we've got a, a great guest this evening, and this is one you suggested, Morgan. Uh, it was Rob Monster. I think didn't one of our listeners uh, suggest this person? Yes. Yeah, we got an email after the last show, and uh, yeah, it was, it was great timing because, boy, I mean, Rob is doing so many exciting things. He's got his conference coming up, so I think we're pretty lucky to, to get him this week, actually. Yes, Rob is, Rob is the man. So uh, first off to our listeners, obviously, we're listening to you, 
uh, you, you put in a request and you wanted Rob, so guess what? We got Rob. So our guest tonight is Rob Monster. Rob is the founder, chairman, and CEO of Epic and managing director of Monster Venture Partners. He is regarded as an innovator in domain name development. The company has experienced rapid growth as Epic has provided cost-effective solutions that turn park domain names into income-producing online businesses. Rob, how are you doing this evening? Hey, Chef. Uh, I'm doing great. Good to be on your show. Oh, we appreciate it. And uh got Morgan here as well. So uh, I know Morgan's a big fan of yours. He's one of those development geeks. So... <laughs> <laughs> So well, I, I, I enjoy I enjoy Morgan's blog, and uh, I think he's one of the big thinkers in the industry. So it's uh, it's a pleasure to be with both of you. Thank you yes. so much. That's really nice. Morgan uh, has grown. I've been fortunate enough, and and the same with you, Rob. I think you know the three of us uh, have been very fortunate. You know where we kind of came into the space at the same time, and it's been amazing to see the the growth. I mean, you know, obviously me and Morgan ha- haven't had the uh, rapid success that you've had, but. Uh, you know, we, we've all had our, our growth in the industry, and I think it's it's awesome for all of us. So, good job. My hat's off. Uh, Rob, let, let's get into a few questions. Obviously, we want to ask you some stuff. The listeners want to know more about you. Um, before we get into domain-specific questions, can you tell us who Rob Monster is, where were you born, things like that? Yeah. Um, so, uh, as you you know, may have detected from my uh, funny accent, I'm a, I'm a Dutch American. Uh, spent uh, much of my life, uh, early life, uh, splitting time between uh, the Netherlands, where my family is from, and uh, the U.S. I was actually born in Cleveland and uh, raised uh, partly in Philadelphia, uh, and then spent every summer as a child uh, in. Uh, the Netherlands, and ultimately settled uh, in uh, New York State, went to uh, undergraduate at Cornell uh, for undergraduate and business school, and then went to uh, work for Procter & Gamble in uh, Germany for four years, and then Japan for five years, and then ultimately moved to Seattle in 1999. So that has been, you know, kind of the global whirlwind, and uh, from a very early point in time was a big advocate of technology, grew up uh, playing with technology gadgets, you know, had a TRS-80, you know, with a radio uh, cassette player uh, for mass storage device, even played around with paper tape, so that all kind of dates me as an early technology enthusiast. Well, here's something that'll date you. Did you have an 8-track? I didn't have an 8-track, <laughs> but I knew, I knew what they were. <laughs> that's okay. You know what they were, but you didn't have one, so that's that's pretty good. But ta- I mean, God, you've been all over the place. How many languages do you speak? If you've been all these different places, you know, uh, I, I'm pretty fluent in Dutch, German, uh, uh, English, and uh, and then uh, you know, if I go back to the to to France, I'm, I pick up French pretty quickly again. A little bit rusty, and the Japanese is still kind of survival grade, but just enough to get into trouble. Just enough to order a McDonald's Happy Meal. Yeah. That's awesome. What? Uh, well, how'd you get started with Epic then? Because you, you, how long ago did you leave Procter and Gamble? That was what? Uh, what year? Well, so the journey from uh, P and G to to Epic is an interesting one. So uh, in 1999, I moved from Kobe, Japan, uh, to Seattle, Washington, to start uh, my first big entrepreneurial project uh, called Global Market Insight. That's spelled I N S I T E. And that company um, was really born out of my own experience working at P&G as a global product manager for the Pampers brand of baby diapers. 
where I would uh, often run uh, market research studies in 10, 20, 30 countries at a time and uh, was very frustrated with the, the normal lag time of 12 to 16 weeks to wait for a research result to come back. And I asked the question to you know the industry leaders, you know, who of you are using the Internet as an enabling platform to go and collect the opinions of lots of people and, and bring it into a reporting format in something close to real time? And the reaction in 1998, when I was brainstorming this idea, uh, was kind of like, what's the Internet? Um, so at that point, I kind of realized that, you know, I was not in a very tech-forward industry, but I also realized that there was a business opportunity that uh, technology could solve. And so in uh, June of 99 moved to Seattle uh, to start this company and uh, spent the summer of 99 teaching myself uh, Perl and MySQL and uh, Linux and proceeded to uh, file five patents describing various aspects of how would you use the Internet to conduct market research. And in the span of uh, you know just a few months, went from concept to, to fully operational software uh, for conducting surveys over the Internet. And within six months, we were conducting surveys over the Internet in 30 languages in more than 100 countries and territories uh, around the world. Uh, and the journey from kind of concept, you know, to launch product, you know, was very rapid, uh, you know, and not without its, you know, inevitable challenges um, of any of any new startup. But, you know, we actually proceeded to build a really successful company uh, and grew the business 100% per year uh, for seven straight years, uh, fantastically profitable, uh, you know, early on. And, you know, really because of a combination of, you know, scalable approach to technology and a compelling value proposition uh, to the customer. And, you know, ultimately we did raise quite a bit of private equity, uh, about $48 million in private equity, uh, but mostly very late in the game, 2005, 2006, uh, when the company had, you know, fully achieved critical mass annual sales of north of $60 million uh, customers in 60 countries, you know, around the world. And uh, I was uh, given the Entrepreneur of the Year Award in 2006 for the Pacific Northwest in the technology category, uh, which was a, a fun uh, event for anybody who, you know, aspires to build businesses. You know, it's a great program. You meet a lot of fantastic people. And uh, that uh, really led me to, uh, you know, the decision in 2007 that uh, you know, I really enjoy building businesses. Uh, you know, once it gets to be a lot of policy and procedure, uh, you know, it becomes a little bit uh, uh, tiresome to me. And uh, I'm the kind of guy who really enjoys, you know, kind of innovating and focusing on new products and you know, enabling technology to solve um, customer problems. And so, in 2007, I stepped down as chairman and CEO of GMI and started uh, an angel investment company called Monster Venture Partners, which I continue to lead in my abundant spare time, uh, to, uh, to, to support uh, entrepreneurial startups uh, with capital and you know, what I called kind of in- enlightened uh, capitalism, the idea of kind of smart money, but also kind of doing well by doing good. And uh, that uh, was quite an active thing for me for about two years, made more than a dozen uh, angel investments, including a number in the domain space, um, Internet Real Estate Group, uh, Evo Landing, which you would know as DevHub, uh, among them, Healthcare.com, Patents.com. 
And these various ventures really gave me a lot of insight into the domain world, and ultimately that was the basis for the insight uh, to decide to form Epic in early 2009, not as a spectator or, or passive investor, but this time as a you know full full throttle hands-on you know engaged CEO uh, at the helm of a pretty exciting idea. So that's how Epic came to be. Okay, well, I definitely want to expand into that, but we actually need to cut for a uh, quick commercial break. So bear with us, everyone. We're going to run a few commercials, then we'll be right back on Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master your domain. Yes, master of my domain. Here's your host. All right. Welcome back to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. I am your trusty co-host, Morgan Linton. We have got Chef Patrick, Patrick Rudell here as well. And we are interviewing none other than Rob Monster from Epic. Really great to have Rob here. Uh, A lot of exciting stuff going on. So, Rob, actually, my next question for you uh, is actually about the industry. Really incredible story about starting Epic and really your background and really kind of shows in the success of your company all the incredible experience that you have. And, you know, now that you've seen this industry for the last three years and, and been a major player in it, you know, what are some of your thoughts about kind of how the industry is evolving and uh, what the future of domaining is for a new investor? It's really a fascinating time 
uh, for uh, domaining and uh, the domain community. Um, the industry, of course, experienced a lot of wealth creation um, in an earlier phase, and now is you know somewhat retrenching. And you know, you come across you know in the course of conversation, so many domainers who are what I call long on domain, short on cash, in part because they made certain assumptions around the continued you know, economic model of being able to monetize uh, domain substantially through parking. And, and routinely getting offers for their domains and you know between selling domains and monetizing through parking having the basis for producing income and you know along comes you know a disruptive change that we could debate about you know why did that happen but you know there it is and it's not coming back as near as i can tell and that has really prompted uh, a wholesale reinvention discussion around how do we turn domains into substantially income-producing properties for the next generation. And as I looked at the market situation you know, coming into kind of full-time domaining in March of 2009, uh, what I saw was really an opportunity to both create a new economic model uh, for domain development, but at the same time, uh, work with the domain community to create a better internet. And that is really the convergence of, of what it is that Epic has become, and that is the ability to create what I call the user-centric semantic web, the idea of portable identity being used in combination with a network of properties that work seamlessly together to create a more holistic user experience as you go from site to site in what I characterize as the federated internet, but at the same time giving advertisers a compelling reason for why it is that they should participate in this more federated architecture for the internet by paying for clicks and or paying for transactions that are mediated through the sites that we proceed to build. And the first incarnation of that idea that folks have come to recognize has been the product portal of which we've now built well more than 5,000 and produced something on the order of 300 new ones per week, all custom from the ground up. But the fact of the matter is that our ambitions for domain development extend far beyond uh, product product portals, and what you are seeing is really just a preview of the idea of federating content so that instead of going to a one-stop shop uh, destination site like an Amazon, you are instead going to you know, many different sites, and in, in most cases being mediated uh, to those various uh, federated sites through Google or, or other search engines, but predominantly Google. And what I think most people don't realize is that between the time when domaining was lucrative and present day, there's been one primary disruptive force, and that is the emergence of search. And so Google has completely redefined the landscape from two perspectives. You know, first of all, they control the ad market. Uh, they are by, by far an oligopoly uh, in, in setting pricing for, for advertising clicks. But at the same time, they also have redefined the basis for content discovery. And you know, we could resist it and we could fight it, or we can embrace it. And so what I have advocated to domain developers around the world is that the, the keyword value implicit in a domain name is an, is an enormous untapped asset, you know, not so different than how you would value uh, gems or natural resources sitting near the surface of the ground. And, and yet, 
underappreciating the value of the resource that sits 100 feet below the surface, the so-called unproven reserve. And that unproven reserve, to use a mining metaphor, is really what search value is about, right? So if you take a keyword that is embedded in a domain name and you design a website that plays to this descriptive value inherent in the domain name, you have a disproportionate unfair competitive advantage vis-a-vis anybody else that you would compete with uh, on a like-for-like basis relative to content. And so by developing sites, some of which are commercially oriented like product portals, but others that are more uh, content or community oriented, you can create an economic value proposition that is uh, disruptive while at the same time uh, commercially useful and uh, providing a compelling value proposition for the consumer. That's fantastic. Sorry, you say something, Patrick? Oh. No, go ahead, Morgan. All right, cool. Well, you know, I kind of wanted to, you know, dovetail into another question on this because you're bringing up a really good point, and I think this is something that a lot of people have been talking about lately, which is that, um, you know, Google has a lot of control right now, uh, and Google has just changed their algorithm. Uh, and so, you know, for, and it's today, obviously, so I know this is a question that comes pretty soon, but, you know, as a company that, that is so entrenched in development and getting sites ranked well, you know, how do you think uh, Google Instant Search is going to change your business, affect your business, change the market, uh, if any? Well, you know, I think Google is constantly tinkering with their algorithm, and, you know, even when it is not announced, uh, and also, you know, experimenting with the user interface. Um, and, you know, many folks have reported that uh, some of the Google Analytics have now become uh, implausibly low uh, relative to what we have seen previously. And so I think they're running hard and running fast. I think, uh, you know, despite the fact that they are completely dominant and, and in fact, have still a superior product uh, to Bing, uh, it, it's, it is clear, to me at least, that, you know, we now have uh, a competitive dynamic where there is a genuine battle uh, emerging and there's a viable contender that is emerging vis-a-vis Google uh, from the standpoint of uh, providing uh, a framework for an alternative, whether we you know, think ultimately that it will be you know, competitive on a like-for-like basis uh, for functionality or like-for-like uh, in terms of uh, number of searches. I think it is far too early to pass any judgment. Uh, Google is clearly the, the dominant player. But uh, what I think we are seeing is a, a, um, a giant uh, aircraft carrier in the middle of the ocean uh, trying to become maneuverable and uh, not very easy. Uh, so they change their algorithm or they change their interface. Uh, I don't know that it has been you know, substantially tested, uh, whether you know, consumers will like it more or like it less. Uh, you know, my, my, my early reaction is uh, you know, that it doesn't really move the needle from a user interface standpoint, um, but it may well for others. And so you, you hope that substantial research, uh, user interface research, goes into the, the testing uh, that leads to the decision to change a major UI. Uh, clearly, there's a strong pedigree in the, in the organization and a sharp intellect, so you would infer that that's what that is designed to do, to create a more compelling user experience that helps users find what they're looking for. But ultimately, you know, the, 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 the algorithm has to deliver 
uh, on the value proposition of helping the user what they're looking for. And that means uh, having smart algorithms that have the ability to discern what is useful content versus what is not useful content. And so anybody who resorts to kind of made-for-adsense uh, or other uh, gaming-the-system type developments uh, is going to be vulnerable to changes to the interface, changes to the algorithm, and any even point in time. And so I think you can spend a lot of cycles uh, trying to anticipate uh, or trying to overcome or trying to uh, circumvent uh, different practices on the part of Google. And uh, ultimately, that energy may not be so productively used relative to just focusing on getting on with the business of creating useful content, you know, well-designed uh designing data in ways that are as structured as possible so that Google doesn't get confused uh, by whatever it is that you put up on your websites. And so, you know, where we spend our time is not so much trying to kind of, you know, look at where we are, uh, like I was asked today by one of the major Epic developers on, on where we are with ranking on some of our sites. And, and on a day-to-day basis, I really don't pay attention uh, to the individual ranking of individual sites. Uh, what we look for is... Are we moving the needle in the aggregate uh, in terms of ranking? But more importantly, are we com- creating a compelling value proposition for the consumers who ultimately land on our sites? And we can detect that uh, relatively easily by looking at things like bounce rate and looking at things like number of page views for visit and how much time do people spend uh, on the site? Uh, do visitors uh, you know, transact with us at the end of their visit? And do they come back? And so those metrics, uh, you know, are really a better indicator of are you moving the needle in terms of creating a compelling value proposition for the entire ecosystem of stakeholders of which consumers and advertisers are among them, as are domain owners and publishers, uh, which in many cases are is Epic or Epic's partners who are providing content that ultimately feed into this user experience called a website. But the... The algorithm changes or the user interface changes, um, you know, too early to say, uh, you know, indication so far as of, you know, uh, today, uh, we have not seen any, you know, movement vis-a-vis traffic, uh, but I would expect that, uh, you know, the the value of being number one, two, or three on Google uh, will increase substantially, and the value of being on page two of Google will decrease substantially. And so, you know, there is the the risk. Yeah, so there is the risk that, you know, if you are, uh, you know, idling at page two of Google, uh, that, you know, you're basically the victim of a winner-take-all uh, type scenario where, you know, the, the top-performing sites will gravitate towards positions one, two, three, four, five, kind of above the fold, and and that may be all that the user sees. So from the standpoint of, uh, you know, a web developer, uh, it does put, in some regards, greater pr- uh, pressure uh, on uh, doing a better job with SEO and better job with content development because the size of the prize may well have just gotten bigger and there yeah. will be you know people who win and there will be people who lose. And so what I think that also reinforces is the need for a diversified portfolio. You know, on any yeah. given day, you may have sites that are going to be in the top five uh, and there'll be days when you're not in the top five because of re-ranking and other, you know, kind of peculiarities that I don't think anybody fully understands, um, other than the people inside in Google, probably. Uh, so, you know, ultimately, 
you know, if you have a portfolio of say a hundred developed properties or or twenty developed properties, you know, your ability on a day-to-day basis to have normalized income uh, from a uh, composite performance uh, of a diversified portfolio of income-producing properties is going to be, you know, much more uniform, right? As opposed to somebody who's sitting there, you know, with all their eggs in one or two baskets, you know, building two sites and and having a very nice income, and then all of a sudden they don't. And I and I hear about this, you know, on a weekly basis. Somebody who at one point had a nice business, uh, earning tens of thousands of dollars a month, and then all of a sudden something changed, right? The economic model changed. The advertiser cut them off. Uh, or they lost their ranking, or they got de-indexed, and all of a sudden uh, they went from having you know a, a comfortable lifestyle to having to come up with new sources of income. So you know Google uh, probably has um, created an outcome whereby there will be um, losers for sure, and there will be people who are going to see disproportionate increases in traffic as a function of uh, being above the fold. Yeah. No, I think it's a good point. I think it's pretty early to be able to tell, so I think now it's probably more of a, a wait and see. Now, we've got to hop to a uh, commercial break right now, uh, but then we'll be back to uh, talk with Rob Monster a bit more. I've got a uh, burning question I know that uh, will be an interesting one for us to discuss, and we'll get to all of that. So hang in there, guys, and uh, we'll get right back after this break. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Anyway, I ask? That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. 
Now, back to Domain Masters. Are you still master of your domain? Yes. <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. All right. Welcome back to Domain Masters. I am actually your co-host, Morgan Linton. We have got Chef Patrick here also, and we are interviewing Rob Monster from Epic. Uh, Rob, really interesting uh, information you've been sharing with us. Really heard a lot of the history about how Epic got started, what you guys are doing now, and some just great insight before the break on uh, Google and search and uh, how that all plays into these things. And you know, the next question I have is kind of a burning question I think a lot of people have with any mass development solution, um, and that is around scalability. And you know, I've heard from a number of people that have worked with other services that they've had trouble maybe getting sites banned or people that have replicated sites and had them banned before have had bad experiences. You know, can you tell me a bit about what Epic is doing uh, to prevent that from happening you know, at some point later down the road? Yeah, no, I think it's a really uh, excellent point. And uh, you know, we've, from the very outset, uh, you know, took the decision that says, you know, we're not uh, automating uh, development of content, uh, but rather using technology uh, as a framework for content management and for managing um, uh, a large portfolio of, of properties that are, in many cases, offered uh, owned by hundreds of p- different people. And so it, what we've really built is what you would characterize as a technology-enabled service bureau. And that's not a foreign concept for me because my previous company, GMI, you know, 65 million in annual sales, is a technology-enabled service bureau. And, and that model is one of developing, uh, in that case, uh, survey questionnaires that are conducted over uh, the Internet. But in the case of uh, website design, uh, you know, what we really are talking about is a, com- a combination of technology and, and people. And so uh, everything that we do, it has a strong amount of human touch in developing the content, developing the graphics, in many cases even designing the business model that goes along with a, with a domain name when we ask the question, you know, what will this domain be when it grows up? And so that handcrafted approach uh, to domain development may implicitly uh, provide, you know, some cap on growth because you can't ultimately, you know, handcraft uh, uh, 10,000 sites in a month. Uh, it would be almost impossible to do it. Uh, but that's okay because ultimately uh, there's, there's ample growth opportunity out there for being able to build a large number of websites uh, from uh, starting out as a raw park domain into uh, the foundation of a compelling online business. Wow. Um, I mean, really interesting. There's so much to do with development. It, you know, it sounds easy enough, throw up a website and the rest happens, but it's not. There's a lot of search engine optimization. There's a lot of things behind the scenes that your team does, uh, which I just want to touch on quickly. We're running out of time, so there's two things I want to go over, Rob, is one, basically, what's your services with Epic? You know, because I know you do this mass development, and uh, I've seen it firsthand, and it's gorgeous. And then once we're done with that, I'd like to touch on the event you have coming up in Seattle this month. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in terms of the development capability, uh, it, what we have developed is a series of platforms. Uh, we're best known for the product portal platform, uh, but we have in the pipeline a whole series of, of, of rather exciting uh, platform-based approaches uh, to being able to build up websites. Uh, we have blogged about the directory portal platform. Uh, we have blogged a bit about the video portal platform. Um, and next week uh, at the Epic Developer Conference, 
uh, which I know you want to talk about. Uh, we will also uh, unveil uh, a couple of other new platforms that have not been previously discussed uh, that uh, will, I think, provide yet another set of ways for domain owners to be able to uh, link their domains with a content development strategy that is not just about creating an individual site, but rather c- uh, creating a network of networks. And so product portals are really a network. Right? It's a network of product portals. We, we try very hard to not have two sites with uh, the same type of category of product competing with each other. And the same principle is being applied to the directory strategy. Uh, the same principle is being applied to the video portal strategy. And so each time we take on a platform, it's really with an eye towards how do we make the web more intuitive by creating this network of networks, and is there a reason for this network to exist, right? So you'll hear next week at the DEF CON about a job portal network, right? So you know about monster.com. People think I'm the founder of that. I actually was not. I know the founder very well. But we think that there's an opportunity to create a network of job boards. And just like you see the success of uh, large job boards, well, there's also going to be a market for small job boards, right? Uh, so, so, I mean, it sounds like you're doing everything over there. Where where can they see the, the list of services and contact you through for that? So on the Epic site, uh, on, on the Products tab, uh, we, we, we outlined the, the currently actively shipping platforms that we support, uh, and uh, through the blog and at the conference, we will provide a, a preview uh, of the exciting platforms that we are working on uh, for shipping later this year that we think... Okay, I see it here, uh, Epic, the Epic.com. I'm looking at the, uh, the website now, Epic.com, and then on the top, there's a Products tab, and... A gorgeous-looking site to begin with. I mean, that sells everything: Epic product directory, reference, uh, and so forth. Um, so that's so that's definitely a good reference for everybody. Now, t- tell me about the event because that's coming up in what uh, two weeks? No, next week. Uh, next so, week, oh my uh, the conference starts uh, next Wednesday night uh, in Seattle. Uh, we have a great program uh, lined up. Uh, could not be more excited about it. Uh, we have uh, uh, registration and reception on the afternoon and evening uh, of the 15th, and uh, we've just also uh, arranged uh, with with help from uh, Jay Woman of Tag Team Creative, who will be on hand and has been uh, a key partner in this uh, planning of this event, uh, has arranged a... Uh, uh, a brewery uh, event uh, for later that evening for those who want to go into the night and uh, meet up with uh, locals uh, in Seattle. So we are we are going to have a meetup uh, where we will allow also non-registered delegates uh, to participate uh, in the evening of the 15th. Uh, and then we have a very uh, packed program on the 16th. Uh, starts first thing in the morning and goes right into the night uh, with a cruise on Elliott Bay. But uh, great program. It's also uh, highlighted on our website uh, for the 16th. The afternoon of the 16th, uh, starting at 1.30, uh, will be broadcast uh, with uh, help from uh, Moniker, uh, who is conducting the auction in the afternoon. But we have uh, an award presentation uh, for the Pioneer Award, which we are pretty excited about, uh, and the keynote speaker, uh, Colin Pape, who I think everyone will enjoy. And then the live auction uh, done in partnership with Moniker. And all of that will be open to the public uh, starting at 1.30 uh, at the Bell Harbor Audit- uh, Conference Center in Seattle and also broadcast live uh, over the Internet. So that will be a great program for also folks who can't attend in person. 
Uh, and then the next morning, uh, we have uh, some technical sessions and uh, the first uh, Swap Fest uh, event, which I think will also be a game changer. Uh, yeah, what is that? Industry. Someone asked about that. Is that the name trading? What is that? Yeah, so uh, you know what we have found in the course of uh, you know building Epic, uh, and, and I, I spend a lot of time talking to customers and, and, and the developer community uh, who who give me all kinds of perspective about what's working, what's not working, how we could help them to be more successful, and kind of where the pain is. And what I've kind of consistently heard from a large portion of the domain community, uh, domainer community, is that. Um, Liquidity and, and, and access to cash is a primary kind of barrier to moving from having a portfolio of parked, moderately income-producing properties uh, to a smaller number of uh, developed properties that are substantially income-producing. And the gating item uh, being cash was getting in the way of, of moving forward with uh, developing the subset of domains that they're most excited about. And so... Uh, we experimented with uh, something called developer credit, uh, where we would allow somebody to hand in 10 domains, and you know, we would uh, develop five of them and, and, and take the other five as compensation for building these sites rather than charging them cash. And uh, that had one benefit, uh, which is it solved uh, a specific problem for a specific individual. Uh, what it didn't do is it didn't create uh, an efficient market where uh, the domainer, domain that is owned by domainer A uh, can get into the hands of domainer C with Epic sitting in the middle. And the, to solve that really requires a medium of exchange. And so the idea of an Epic buck was invented. And so that is, in effect, become the virtual currency that allows transactions that would have otherwise not occur, uh, occur to now be possible. So, so what is the the epic bucks that that turned into epic bucks? Yeah, so someone brings a portfolio of domains. Uh, we sort through them and say, okay, you know, these hundred domains or these fifty domains, we think that they are uh, development candidates that somebody in the epic network is going to want to develop. And rather than pay cash, uh, we we're giving a, an offer of a, an epic buck. And epic bucks are essentially a currency that can be converted uh, into buying other domains or can be used to buy services, or can be exchanged with another member of the network. So yesterday, we had uh, our first example of, of a transaction where someone converted a, a significant portfolio of Epic Bucks into $20,000 uh, $20, in Epic Bucks for a portfolio of properties. And those uh, domains, which were now Epic Bucks, half of that is being used to fund development on a port of this individual's portfolio, and the other half was converted to cash. Uh, another developer bought uh, this uh, 10,000 Epic Bucks from the individual developer uh, for cash. And so we are essentially providing the platform on which those types of exchanges can occur uh, without necessarily triggering a taxable event until that point in time when the individual converted to cash. Wow, so, I mean, it sounds like a great concept. So I, I just want to go over this again then. So the Epic event, uh, Epic Developers Conference, actually, it's focused for developers uh, tying in with domain names. That's going to be next Wednesday, September 15th, in Seattle, Washington, ending on the 17th. Is that correct? That's correct. And then there's a, is there going to be a live auction or is it uh, online only? Uh, live auction. 
conducted by moniker, uh, the well-known auctioneer, Wayne Wheat, uh, will be on hand uh, to run the auction proceedings. Uh, starting and you're, uh, you're going to focus on developed properties. It's not your standard auction. It's not uh, just domain names. It's it's going to be a fully developed businesses slash websites, correct? Yeah, it's a it's a hundred developed websites uh, in the live auction, and then two hundred uh, developed websites in the extended auction, mm-hmm. uh, and then. In addition uh, to the total of 300 properties uh, that will be uh, made available through the live and extended auction, uh, the uh, Swap Fest event on Friday morning uh, will open up uh, a significant portfolio of developed or ready for development uh, properties that can be uh, acquired for uh, very low cost. Okay, great. So they can check out the, the auction at moniker.com or snapnames.com if they're unable to attend the event. If, if, if you had to pick just one name, Rob, your favorite name out of all 100, which one would it be? You know, we're, we're really excited about uh, ETF.com, um, and uh, ETF.com has actually been a great case study of uh, domain development. Uh, the, uh, the owners uh, of uh, ETF.com uh, brought to us a, a partially developed web property, uh, mm-hmm. That actually, at that, that, that time, was not resolving, uh, and uh, we had the opportunity uh, to partner uh, with the owners uh, to uh, finish the job of developing the site and get it live. And uh, we did the press release last Tuesday, uh, very widely distributed press release, uh, Google, uh, ETF, and, and Epic, and you, you will see all the different hits uh, of media being uh, interested in, in this announcement of ETF.com. Uh, going to auction, uh, and this is a multi-trillion-dollar vertical where the value of a new customer uh, is measured in, in hundreds or thousands of dollars. And so we are excited to be able to bring to market uh, a property uh, that we think uh, can become a very strategic uh, asset for for the end acquirer. Awesome! I, I really appreciate the information. I know our listeners do, Rob. We thank you for contributing your knowledge in this episode of Domain Masters. How can listeners uh, contact you directly if they'd like to after the show? Uh, the best way to reach uh, the company is to is to visit uh, epic.com uh, and, and, and visit the contact form. But I'm also uh, known to be reachable, uh, in, and uh, you can reach me at robrob at epic.com. Uh, and uh, for those who like to Skype, uh, you can also meet, uh, reach me at uh, Skype address Robert Monster, and you can find me via search that way. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to talk to folks, and uh, I'm, I'm hopefully available in a reasonable time. Okay, thanks so much, Rob. I can, uh, I can attest to your availability. You've been, uh, I mean, very accommodating to me. I know we've gotten on the phone several times. Uh, I think I see at every show. We're both staples at the shows, and... You're very quick to respond to email. So thanks so much uh, again for coming on the show. Everybody out there is listening. You can check Rob out. Uh, his company is Epic, E-P-I-K dot com. Uh, so thanks again for coming on, Rob. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, Morgan. Great thanks, talking to you Thanks again. so much, Rob. Really appreciate it. And, you know, it's so true what you're saying, Patrick. Before I even knew about Epic, it was a few years ago, and I was talking to someone, they were saying, oh, do you know – Rob Monster, and they explained to me the whole thing about Epic, and they said the guy is so reliable, you can literally call him at like, I mean, I've heard of people like emailing him and him calling them back like 30 seconds later at, you know, 11 o'clock at night for him or 12 o'clock at night. He's unbelievably reliable. I think he's like famous for being so reliable, and I've had 
over the last, I guess, couple months, a few exchanges, and it's amazing. I don't know if I don't know if he sleeps, but you can tell he's so switched on, and that's what it takes to really grow a business to something as uh, successful as Epic has become. No, I agree. He's not he's not unreachable, and he, you know, mo- most people that you know of his statute, you know, have you know dozens and dozens of employees underneath him, and uh, like I said, he's still reachable. Uh, you know, if, if you want to test it, email me at rob at epic.com. If you want to test how reliable I am, go ahead and email me at patrick at chefpatrick.com and get on the waiting list for uh, I'm not emailing you back anytime soon. <laughs> there you go. There's a good promise. Email me. I won't email you back. <laughs> I promise I won't email you back unless you have something good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So, well, I mean, we went a little over on time, but obviously Rob's a great guest to have, so it was well worth oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, well, hey, give us like your two-minute brain dump about Germany, though. What's the give us the lowdown? Uh, the lowdown is they drink a lot of beer. There you I, mean, go. I like beer. Th- well, you I, like don't, beer. I don't. So I know you don't. That's the only thing that stinks for me. I didn't really party much. I just went there. I got some work done. We had a very successful auction. We sold just shy of uh, 100 U.S. dollars in properties. Uh, in fact, cool. I think this was one of Moniker's most successful auctions. Although as a low dollar figure, uh, the sell-through rate on the names, out of 150, we sold 72% of the names. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, right. Oh, I got, hold on. I got a sound effect. Hold on. There you Ooh, go. I, there I you brought, go. I brought my own sound effect. No. So, <laughs> one sound effect? <laughs> that's the only one I got. You don't want uh, the other yeah. ones that come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. boy. No. But... Uh, no, you know that was good. So the sell-through way was great. Germany was very happy with the auction results. Hopefully, Moniker and Snap Names will be back next year. Uh, you know, there's no other company that does an auction better than us. Or you know, Moniker Snap Names. I say us because obviously I work for the company, but uh, no. no one's better at selling premium names or doing auctions. At, you know, right now. You know, I'll just say this year, as of right now, no one's better. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That was my rundown. I had the sausage. I, I'm not. I'm part German, so if I had to go back, I'd go back to Germany for sure with my family when I had time to uh, to enjoy it. Yeah, it's like those meals we had when we were in Prague. In Prague, we ended up eating every day like sausage and potatoes and all this meat stuff. Which, like, the first two days we were in heaven, and then like by day three, it's like oh, it's like a salad or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you had the same thing. Maybe you were okay with it, but <laughs> no, I didn't eat much. Like I seriously did not eat that much. Well, you're like a party pooper. You didn't eat much. You didn't party much. What the heck? You take I you did. to Germany. This is what you do. I worked. You know what? I actually wound up because the the show was all German speaking. Uh, yeah. So the sessions were all in German. So I didn't understand. So most of the time, uh, I went back in the room, okay. got on my emails, got on Skype, trying to sell domain names um, and so forth. Um, what about you? What's been new with you? I know you went to Dublin. Did you talk oh, about the last show that you for me? I did. I did a little bit of. I didn't do like a full recap. I did a full recap on my show last week. But I don't yeah, think we in, should talk about the auction because that'd be embarrassing. That's okay. Well, yeah, what happens in Dublin stays in Dublin. <laughs> it wasn't but, a yeah. modern auction. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, the shows were great. Du- uh, traffic Dublin was awesome. A lot of really great people there, and uh, really impressed with Meet to Manage Manchester. Uh, both James from Name Drive and Daniel Dryzak did just a pretty incredible job with getting a really a really focused conference uh, together with a really nice solid group of people. So it was great. But I think, as you know, you know, just coming back from anytime you're gone out of the country, especially when you're that far out of the country for uh, 
for you know more than a week, it just mm-hmm. takes forever to get caught back up. So last week was just these just Herculeanly long days. So I'm glad I had a three day weekend to kind of mellow out a little bit. No, that's cool. Well, let me let me ask the question. Next week, are you available to do the show with me? I am. Yes. Yes. I will be having do- tooth work done, but it, I will be able oh. to speak still. Nothing that bad. All right. Well, I let's do this next week. Why don't we just do a uh, a BS show where we just cool. sit, we'll chat, yeah. we'll talk about the. Uh, yeah, we should do that. We haven't done that yet. That's a good idea. Yeah, we yeah. haven't had a show without a guest. Let's just have a show without a, a guest. Cool. We'll let the uh, – I think we had it once before where a listener called in and asked questions. We'll uh, yeah. interview yeah. in the chat. Let's hype it up for everybody. Next week we'll do some blog posts and uh, and get get some more people in the chat room, webmasterradio.fm forward slash chat, and oh, uh, go off that. Uh, anything else you want to add before we end this? No, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody been a good good half a week so far boy it feels like it's been a whole week man <laughs> uh let's see oh, oh yeah, wait, wanna... the cruise your cruise your cruise dn cruise come on cruise. we're coming up here ship was that a tugboat what was that <laughs> brasco ship horn we're not going in a cruise ship dn cruise is on a tugboat you didn't hear oh, we changed horn. it around while you were gone Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> for real we don't have that many guests we have uh I think we're at like 72 guests. I mean, only 40 awesome. to 45 of them are domainers. The rest are like family members. So it's going to be a very, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? A very tight show. So it's going to be That's real cool. close. Someone just really chat in the chat room asked saying models are going. No, we're actually keeping this very relaxing. No, no I'll be going. I'll be going. So why? Yeah, you, you got Morgan. That's <laughs> no, no crazy parties. Really here to network and get to know each other. And I'm bringing my wife and my kids, and I'm actually going to be very proud to to introduce my my wife and kids to some of the people in the industry, like yourself, Morgan, and others. Um, in fact, Mike Law is one of the guys in the chat room. He uh, he runs, uh, oh my god, NameTalent.com, I believe, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Well, if he's listening, uh, he's actually going to get a free ticket to the cruise. Oh boy, uh, giving sway now early. <laughs> well, I, I, I got I did a uh, contest last week where I was going to do free airfare and a free cruise slash conference pass. And what I decided to do because there were so many great entries, I actually dug a little bit deeper in my pockets and I'm giving away extra stuff. So Mike, he's not the grand prize winner, but he came in second, and I'm going to give him a free pass. He's not going to get the free airfare, but he gets a free pass. Which I think at this point is like you know four hundred and forty nine dollars or or something awesome. like that. It's awesome. Um, so I have an opportunity to meet you know people like yourself, Ron Sheridan, you know Donnie Simonton, Greg McNair. Oh my god, I, I I don't even know who's coming. That's how many people are coming. But uh, so Mike, congrats! I know you're a, you're a uh, steady listener to the Webmaster Radio Show, and I see you in the chat room. So I wanted to make sure I got that out for you. Congrats, um, Mike! But we're almost sold out. So anybody else that wants to come, check out dncruise.com. Uh, other than that, we'll just do a BS session next week. That's going to be a lot of fun. Wait, so what's the grand prize? Are you not going to tell us what the grand prize is? You know what? It's it's like a tie. I got to I got to talk to you after the show and get your input okay. on uh, on one of the two people. Yeah, cool. But, and I know Mike for sure is going to come along, so that's going to be good. And yeah, we'll awesome. be going to Cosmo. We'll be in Cosmo for a full day. One of the uh, people. And you know what? You can't party. say no crazy parties. Like I know that at least one of the nights I'm going to be involved in some crazy party. I mean, I'm not going to. Lay low the whole time because I'm I'm like a wild man, right? I'm I'm free this trip. <laughs> You're a wild man. 
<laughs> have one night to have a crazy party. So don't tell me no crazy parties. <laughs> Listen, whatever happens on the boat stays on the boat. I'm there not you go. Unless you exactly. fall off drunken. So I can't. Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, let's see, Mike, and don't worry, I won't spoil it. So, yeah, congrats, Mike. Thanks again for being a listener to this show. Uh, been a supporter for me and me and Morgan, actually, throughout the years. Uh, you're yeah, doing a good job with your blog, so keep up the good work. I'm, I'm glad this can be your first uh, domain show and get to meet the people that me and Morgan have had the uh, privilege of, of uh, meeting over the last year or so. Uh, that's going to cut us out. That's it. We're going to do a BS show next week, so make sure you guys come back and participate on the show. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. What about the but Ah. Okay, so you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. I'm your host, Chef Patrick, and Morgan Linton, my co-host, my trusty co-host. We'll see you guys next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries, and with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.